like it's just a waste of money if you're not going if it's not going to generate you much like revenue and mostly web designers have no clue what they're doing you know they'll charge you 20 grand make your beautiful website and it doesn't generate any business the whole purpose of website it's like a business card right if you got a business card that's sitting in your desk drawer it doesn't work you need to get out there and hand it out and the same with your website you need to get it in front of people in front of your ideal customers and make it easy for them to understand exactly what you do and easy for them to to do business with you like even having you know one thing you you I, i'll show you on these websites too is they're then for one their messaging is not clear it might be clear to you because you're an expert and know your business very well but someone else coming to their website it's not clear for them so they don't know how to do business with you welcome to real estate deal closers with annette talee where we focus on the deals our guests are real estate closers who will share in detail the whole process from finding a deal to closing it as well as strategies and tips to help you do the same here is your host annette talee Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Real Estate Deal Closers. This is a live episode, and I am very excited to have my friend Chris Reed. Uh, he is a specialist, a specialist when it comes to SEO, so let me read a little bit of his um, bio. Uh, you know, the truth is that most businesses fail, and it's not because of the, you know, the strategies, but it's because that they don't have uh, a good website. So Chris here is going to help us today understand how SEO is can help your business in 2021. And let me get this here. Um, so Chris is originally from Australia, and he studied, studied software engineering at the University of Queensland. And then right after graduation, he moved to London to work in finance for a very big name over there. And then when the financial crisis hit, he lost his job in finance and then headed to, back to Australia. And so he, he, you started trying to, to build a, a, a desktop application. Tell me about that. What happened? Yeah. So I mean, well, well, I always used to build desktop applications because that's what uh, finance companies generally use. Because if you don't connect things to the internet, it's really hard to hack it. So like it, it's all old school stuff. And I wanted to learn some new web technology. So I built an online game. And then I was like, well, how the hell do you get people to a website to play it? And so I started dabbling in SEO, ranked the website, got a whole bunch of traffic, went, hey, that's a whole lot of fun. And you know, I've been doing it ever since. So come September 15th this year, it'll be 10 years. So getting pretty, getting pretty good at it. Wow, amazing, amazing. Real Estate Deal Closers, special edition. All right, so, you know, to me, SEO is kind of like a, an extraterrestrial term like I really never paid attention to it until you know we connected uh, a friend of us connected us and you know I watched one of your videos and I was like wow I mean this is a whole new world so for those uh, in here including me that are not very familiar with SEO can you please give us a little bit of an intro uh, to SEO for sure so like most people in fact like have websites and they suck and they're a waste of time in fact like earlier this week we posted in your group about people that have websites i looked at a bunch of them and they're a total waste of time why bother having it if no one can find it one one website that i looked at it's not even indexed in google it's impossible to to be found. is it mine and like that's <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a waste of money if you're not going if it's not going to generate you much uh, like revenue and mostly web designers have no clue what they're doing you know they'll charge you 20 grand make your beautiful website and it doesn't generate any business. The whole purpose of websites, it's like a business card, right? If you've got a business card that's sitting in your desk drawer, it doesn't work. You need to get out there and hand it out. And the same with your website. You need to get it in front of people, in front of your ideal customers and make it easy for them to understand exactly what you do and easy for them to, to do business with you. Like even having, you know, one thing you, you, I, I'll show you on these websites too, is they're, they're, for one, their messaging is not clear might be clear to you because you're an expert and know your business very well, but someone else coming to their website, it's not clear for them. So they don't know how to do business with you. And, you know, when people come to your website, like a good example is Amazon converts way better than every other e-commerce website because everyone knows and trusts Amazon. 
you know, like you go there and you, you know, you buy something, you can return it, you get whatever, it's going to turn up. You go to another e-commerce website. I don't know. They, is their product going to be any good? Are they going to steal my money? Who, who knows? Is, is, my, is my credit card details safe with them? People don't trust you. And so it's the same if, if you're like a multifamily investor and you're like looking to raise $50,000 from someone, it's like, you can't have a buy now button. People aren't going to give you 50K on their website. You need to like develop that trust. And so even asking them to book a call is too extreme. You, like what you generally want to do is have what's called a lead magnet. You know, download our guide. Like, so a really good keyword to rank for, for you know, multifamily syndicators is like how to invest $50,000. Because you can be pretty sure that someone that's searching, you know, how to invest $50,000 has 50K that they want to invest. And so you can have a nice article that goes, you know, here's five different ways to invest $50,000. And then you have a lead magnet. So rather than like, hey, book a call with me now, because I don't want to get on a call with you. Maybe you're a great salesman and you're going to take my money. You know, like it's like people don't like going to car yards because that guy knows more information about it than you and is, is a professional salesman and he'll take your money. So if you have a lead magnet where people can download our guide of the five biggest mistakes people make when getting started with investing, you know, like that's a low barrier to entry. People give you email address, they download the guide and they're like, wow, this a net lady knows what she's talking about. And then you use what's called an email marketing funnel. <clears throat> and so you'll start nurturing them by sending them more information. You go, hey, listen to me on this podcast or listen to, look at this other article I, I wrote or you know, look at this other success story we had. And so now they're, they're learning more about you and they're like, wow, Annette is a real rock, real rock star and she can help my problems. So then by the time you go, hey, how about you book a call and we have a chat? And so they're already pre-qualified. They understand what you do. And so by the time you talk to that lead, they're a really qualified lead. Like it's not going to waste your time. I mean, who wants to be spending their, their days on phones to you know, crappy leads that aren't going to convert? You use your website to generate the leads. And then you use your email marketing system to filter those leads out so that you're only speaking with the best people. That's SEO. <laughs> you're muted, Annette. I'm muted. I'm sorry. My kids in the background are making no, so I, I, <laughs> I was muted. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, definitely a lead magnet. There is a couple of lead magnets on my website for sure. I, I don't know if it's ranking, but... Uh, definitely to capture uh, leads, uh, the link managers are, are uh, an amazing way. All right. So, well, tell us more now that we know what uh, SEO is. Uh, tell us how can we use it to improve our business in 2021? Let me, let me do you one better and share my screen and I'll show you a whole bunch of cool stuff. Awesome. Uh, where is the little share button? Going? It's on the bottom. There, there is a green button that says share screen. There we go. So you see my screen coming up? Yes. So like, this is a good example, right? Like it doesn't explain clearly what you do. Like our business is relationships. What's that mean? Do you like help? Are you a dating consultant? Like you're going to get me a girlfriend? Like it's not clear, right? We, we invest in real estate. Like, again, that's so broad. People don't know what that is. Like your website needs to like pass a grunt test. You need a, you know, a caveman needs to be able to arrive on your website and clearly understand exactly what it is that you do because generally, like, you know, a crappy business coach will say, you know, what's the biggest problem with your business? So, well, if I knew what it is, I'd fix it, right? It's people generally don't know what their problem is. They're searching for the pain, not knowing that you're the solution to that pain. And generally, that's what your website needs to say is this is the pain that we get rid of, you know, and that's what the, the broad stroke need, needs to be. Uh, I'm not sure whose website this is, but it's built on Squarespace. And I wanted, to I wanted to show you a statistic. It's with Wix, but uh, Squarespace is pretty similar. There's one of the biggest SEO tools called Ahrefs did an analysis. And I just, this is an image that they showed from their analysis. You can see this, that Wix websites, only 1.4% of them get organic traffic from Google. Like that's almost all Wix websites are total crap. And Squarespace is pretty much the same. WordPress that powers a good chunk of the internet, something like 30 or 40% now, you know, 46% of their domains get organic traffic from Google. So like, you know, 46 versus 1.4, I'd go with WordPress every time. Like the, the difference 
with any of these drag and drop kind of website builders is that they're, they're cheap and easy and they, they get your website done. But if it doesn't generate any traffic and doesn't generate any customers, who cares? Uh, this website as well, it's not indexed in Google. So a really quick way you can audit a website is go to Google and type site, S-I-T-E colon and all one word and then your domain name. And it'll show all of the pages that are indexed in Google. And as there are zero pages that come up, I can see that there's zero pages indexed in Google. Uh, this, this website's certainly a lot better. And hold on a second. Let me stop you there because, you know, indexing in Google, what does it mean that when you Google your website, nobody's directing you there? So if Google hasn't indexed your website, they haven't even looked at the pages. They can't, they, it won't rank for anything because Google hasn't looked at it. So there's two parts to Google search engine, right? There's the spider that goes and crawls the internet. It goes and looks at the whole internet all the time. It goes to websites and reads their content, indexes that content, stores it into Google's database. What should this website rank for? You know, it, try, it analyzes your website and just determines what it's about. Then there's the search engine that when you type into the search engine, Google tries to work out what the hell you're actually looking for and then looks at its database and query uh, if there's a no index tag which it, it doesn't seem to have so that that's not the problem or it just has no domain authority and google just doesn't care about it or or it's a brand new website i'll, I'll show you a bit more about domain authority a little bit so don't worry about that but does that that answer yes. your question Annette? yes absolutely cool so moving on to this next website so like this again you know just like in sales no one cares about you. People care about them and what's in it for them. So like get to know us and why we are so passionate. No one cares that you're passionate, man. I like, I don't care what your passion is. I want to know how you're going to make me money. Like if I'm looking for in, an investment opportunity, I, I, I don't care if you're having a good time. I care how are you going to fix my problem? So like if you can always try and make it about, uh, about the visitor and about what their problem is, it, it'll convert a lot better. But, you know, it's certainly a, a much more functional website. But uh, again, if you go to Google, type site colon in the domain name, you can see that it only has a handful of pages. Like, what's that, like eight pages? Oh, but at least there's and something there. That, that is something there. That's, mm -hmm. that's a start. But what is it meant to rank for? So this is called a title tag, and this is a description. Anytime you see this dot, 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 or a dot, 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 means it's not set to the right length. And... Like what these should be is keyword targeted. Like the title tag should be your primary keyword. Every page should have one primary keyword and three secondary keywords. The primary keyword goes in the title tag here and usually in your, your H1, the big tag here. And the, the secondary keywords go in the description and usually in your H2 or in your, in your, in your content, which is your secondary head, headings. But you can see like none of these are... A keyword target like is this meant to rank for the keyword portfolio or is this meant to rank for meet the team you know like you need to understand exactly what your clients are searching for and then focus your your you, you each page gets assigned what what its keywords are uh, i'll just show show one more which is there's not that much these websites are pretty small so they're not that interesting uh, but th this is better, like commercial and residential brokerage. You know, I, I get straight away what those guys are. Uh, creating opportunities, exceeding expectations. That, again, is a, just a bit of, it's a little bit fluffy. Like what, like what opportunities do you create? And what, you, what are my expectations? Like it, it's a bit, bit fluffy. It sounds nice, but what does it really mean? Like it's, it's way better if you like, you know, get an average return of, you know, 20% per annum or, or whatever it is, something that's a, a lot more tangible will, will just help convert better. Uh, but the exact same thing, the, the website is bet bigger. It's got, you know, uh, well, what's that, 20, 22 pages indexed, but they're, they're not keyword targeted. <clears throat> so nothing, nothing too, too interesting on those ones. What I thought would be a little bit more interesting 
is showing you these big boys. So everyone's probably familiar with bigger pockets. And let me give you an example of these guys. Like, yeah, they do some, some great stuff. Like their podcasts are fabulous. And that side of their marketing is good. But if you look at their SEO, it stinks. This is them over the last year. And you can see a year ago, they had 399,000 visitors a month. And now they have 379. So they've actually gone down, which is not ideal. So they rank in Google for 477,000 keywords. That's a lot of keywords, but they're only generating 379,000 visitors. When most keywords have tens or hundreds or thousand searches a month, you say the average keyword had even just a hundred searches a month. You know, that would mean, what's that? 47 million? Uh, yeah, 40, 47 million searches a month worth of traffic and they're only getting 400,000. That's what, 1%? So they're not on the front page for the vast majority of their keywords. Really poorly optimized website. I mean, their traffic, they're a massive brand. Their traffic is worth $800,000. If they were to buy that traffic from Google AdWords, it would cost 800 grand every single month. So it's still, a, yeah, it's still a very valuable website, but their SEO sucks. If so we go if, down they were, if they were to improve that SEO, how much more would it cost that traffic? Would it be worth? Well, I mean, they, they, could, they could quite easily 10X that. And I'll show you a few examples of how they could do that. So they could be getting eight, $8 million worth of traffic every month with not a lot of work. So, you know, here's the keywords, here's the position. And most importantly, here's the search volume. And so you can see like most of these keywords have you know, 20, 30, 50, 200, not, not a lot of searches. So like, why focus on these? Like, who gives a crap? Let's go for the big ones. So you can see like these keywords, that has 550,000 searches a month. You know, their whole website is only getting 379,000. That one keyword has 550,000 searches every single month. You know, they're stuck down at the, the bottom of page five. No one's going to page five of Google to get that. So they're not getting any traffic from that. But like, if you're on page five, Google thinks you're pretty authoritative. And Bigger Pockets obviously has massive domain authority, so they're able to rank for this stuff. They optimize this page; they could just that one page, they could double their traffic. Uh, this is the example that I wanted to use: Investor Calculator. So you know, 165,000 searches every month, and this is their page: Investment Calculators. Uh, and you know they're hovering at the bottom of page three, number twenty. This this means they're jumping between number twenty nine and thirty three. Like last time it checked, they're at number twenty nine, and they've dropped down four positions, and now they're number thirty three. So if we go and look at that page, like it ranks for one hundred and forty seven keywords. It generates you know nearly three thousand visitors a month. So it's that seems okay. But it's like 3,000 visitors a month when you could be getting this one, which is 165,000, like get out of here. Even this one, real estate calculator, they're at the top of page two, 12, number 12, right? No one goes to page two. 5,400 searches a month for that one keyword. And if we go and look at the page, like it's pretty rubbish. Real estate investment calculators, like so if that's, that's the keyword that it's targeting or it should be investment calculator, if that's the, the one that they want. And so it's got a whole bunch of calculators and then it links to these, these pages. And so one thing that uh, might sound, well, it's kind of counterintuitive is that you really need to have strong keyword mapping or you can get what's called keyword cannibalization. So because all of these calculator pages are quite similar, if it's not very clear to Google which ones to rank for what keywords, they can start pulling each other down. So say that you have enough kind of rank velocity velocity to rank on the on page one, but then you have four pages. And so now rather than one of them being on page one, all of them are like on page five or six. So like it's really important to get your keyword mapping, map, mapping done. But like, yeah, this content, it's not very good content for such, a, such an important page. Like, this is really a thin content page. Like what, what an easy way to do it is grab this keyword and just go to Google yourself and look at what the, the other 
pages have. And you'll see that I bet, I haven't looked at these as you can see, but I just bet that they have more content. Okay, I'm wrong with that one. <laughs> Don't prove me wrong, but this one does. You can see it has lots more content, a lot more content. And look how crappy this page is. Like, man, what an ugly website and calculated on that. Man, they must get so much traffic. But this one, again, right? A lot more content. So what, what Google's looking for this keyword, this, this one was a bad example, but you know, two of the three that I checked have a lot more content. So generally, if you want to rank for a big keyword, just go and search the, the top 10 and look at what sort of content they have and make sure your content's better. Like that's an easy way to do it. We, we use much more technical ways, but like that, that'll get you through for, the, for, the, for this call. The other thing is we have a tool here. I'll send you this, this tool on the chat so you can use it yourself. Uh, where is the chat? Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll send it afterwards, but you can just pop, pop in the URL and hit generate preview and I'll show you what it looks looks like and you can see here this is the page title so it's not the right length it could be could be longer you can get more more keywords in there and you know it says investment calculators where investment calculator is the is the keyword that we want to target right and having an s and not having an s is is a different right it's a different keyword but look at the description right use our wide variety of real estate investing like you want the keyword to the left you know, so you'd put in there investment calculators and then whatever other keywords that you want to rank for. So you can see this, like, you know, you don't want to stuff it. So you don't want to have like calculator in there a thousand times, but you know, you can you know, use our real estate investment calculators to, you know, and then any other things here to calculate BRR or, or whatever it is, make it obviously a, a nice keyword. Oh, there's a qu so there's that, two questions I think on the chat. What about keyword? Sheeter <laughs> or keyword everywhere. Is that like a search for keywords? That's from Christine. Uh, can you repeat the question, please? Um, what about, uh, I don't, Christine, why don't you unmute and ask your question? Hey, thank you so much. Um, good evening, everyone. Chris, thank you so much. And Annette. Yeah, so I am doing some SEO and one of the or should I say two of the options were keyword shitter and keyword everywhere to look up keywords. Uh, yep. And what you had mentioned for the top 10. So that's where I put that in the chat. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's lots of different different tools that you can use for keyword right, research. Different, different websites that you can look for keywords. That's mostly what they are. Yeah, like I, I use SEMrush myself. Uh, yeah, this is a paid tool. Uh, it's not as good as Ahrefs. That's what our, our tech team use. It's, it's by far the best. I just like SEMrush because it it's shows the data a lot easier. So it's much easier for calls like this. Like if you're doing this yourself, so this tool, Ahrefs, like it's quite expensive, but I think they have like a trial, which is like seven bucks for seven days or something. Like, yeah, there you go. Seven bucks for seven days. And, and it, it's 99 bucks a month for the, the light version, but you try it for seven days, like that'll get you all of the stuff you need. Like you should know who the best competitors are in your niche. Like, and even if you're in some little pokey town, you know, what you can do is use really competitive keywords. So like, you know, if, if you're a luxury realtor in some little, little hamlet, like what you can do is like search luxury real estate Beverly Hills or luxury real estate Manhattan. And that's going to be way more competitive. So find the, key, find the websites that are ranking at the top because they should be really good. Put them into Ahrefs and you'll see all the keywords they rank for. Just take that out, change Manhattan or LA to your town and you're pretty much done. You know, like that's a really easy way to, to do keyword research. But, you know, if you do like multifamily investing, you really want to niche down. Like you can't, you know, if, if you went for the keyword like real estate investing or multifamily investing, it's massive keyword, heaps of traffic. But what's someone searching for when they're searching for real estate investing? Who knows? You know, like it's just not, uh, they're, they're not as far down the, the buyer journey. 
So you, the more you can niche down and get into exactly what your customer is searching for, the better. And really, like you can just type this sort of stuff into Google. Like generally, like that should be enough to get you started. Like what is your customer searching for? You know, if you... Uh, so you have to really know your niche and you need to know who your customer is, your avatar, to be able to find these keywords that are going to work for them. Correct? Yeah. And so remember that they're searching for a, a problem, a problem usually. But like if you search something like this, I just search multifamily investment in Miami. Like these are Google ads, right? People pay to be here. And so if I click on this, you know, these guys have to pay, pay Google some money right now. This is the organic stuff. And so you can like even just go through questions like this and like get into the minds of what your customers are searching for. You know, click on these sort of things, see who those people are. Anyone that's consistently coming up, then you can put them into Ahrefs, see what all of the keywords that they're ranking for and add those to your list. You can generally assume that people that are, are spending money on ads, because this stuff is expensive, right? Like, you know, that probably just costs that person $10, you know, like that, like that's, it gets expensive really quick. You know, you got a hundred people click on your, on your link, cost you a thousand bucks. You know, you better hope that, hope that they convert or you're just going to be burning money. But generally you can, you can uh, assume that if someone is spending money on ads, they're doing it. They know what they're doing. Is, is that, does that answer your question? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the goal is to, when you are doing this SEO, to be showing on the first page of Google, right? That's the whole point, because that's where people are going to click. If you're not click. on the page, it doesn't count. Like, you know, who goes to page two? No one. Like, don't, if you've got a little baby website, like the three websites that I showed earlier, don't go after big keywords, because you're not going to rank for them. What, I, what I'm going to show you next is the secret to how Google works. So this article just blows my mind. 90.63% of content gets no traffic from Google. These guys analyzed 2 billion pieces of content, 2 billion. <laughs> they break it, it. Like if you're a super nerd, like I am, this is awesome content, uh, but I'll, I'll save you the hassle of having to read it all. Like they broke it down even further, right? Only 0.21% of content gets over a thousand visitors a month. So just most content doesn't rank. You can pump out content all day long and Google just does not give a crap. You know, like even that earlier, earlier uh, image I showed, only 46% of, of WordPress websites get any traffic from Google. You know, over 50% get zero traffic. Uh, and that, that's just most websites. And so the number one reason that you don't get any traffic from Google is this. You don't have any backlinks. So backlinks are the secret of how Google works. So any, any older people probably remember in the 90s, there was a host of other search engines, right? There was Ask Jeeves, Excite, Yahoo, all sorts of uh, search engines. And they were all crap. So Larry Page, he surmised, he was at university at the time. And, you know, I, I was busy at university, you know, chasing women and drinking beers. And he's like changing the internet. Uh, different priorities, <laughs> but uh, he surmised when you uh, when you do a thesis, right? If everyone else references your thesis, well, your thesis must be really credible and really accurate, and must be really good. And he figured it must be the same with websites, because anyone can write any crap they want on the internet. How does Google know if it's true or not? So they can't trust you. They figure that. It comes down to who is linking to you. The more backlinks you have, a link back from another website, the more trustworthy you are and the better you should rank. So if you don't have any backlinks, you're not going to rank. That is the most important element in ranking in Google. If you can have all the keywords you want, the most beautiful website in the world and you know thousands and thousands of pages of content. And if you don't have any backlinks, Google's not going to give a crap. So like... Really, you, you need to have a, a fast loading website and good content that fit, fits, fits your, your customer avatar. But uh, yeah, the backlinks are so important. But let me, it's only one piece of the puzzle. You really need to put all of this together. 
So the more backlinks that you have coming to your website, it builds up what's called domain authority. And that's that domain authority works like a cake. The more pages you have, uh, the more slices of the cake you have. So if you've got small domain authority, you actually should only have a few pages on your website. If you've got a small domain authority and thousands of pages, none of them will rank for anything. You need to have a small, small website. Once you build up that domain authority, you can add more pages and you'll start ranking better. Let me give you an example of another crappy website versus a good website. And this one will blow your mind. So you probably heard of these guys, Zillow, right? So they have a pretty big domain authority and 91, which yeah, that's, that's nearing the top websites on the internet. This is a logarithmic scale. Uh, the ones I showed earlier, probably like under 10, but each step gets you know, exponentially more difficult. Sotheby's has pretty similar, 82, it's a bit smaller, but 82 is a really strong uh, domain authority. Like you can rank for anything if you want. So let's go and look at their traffic. You can see here, this is Zillow. So Zillow get around 53 million visitors a month. So yeah, that's, that's quite a significant amount of traffic. If we go over and look at Sotheby's who has almost the same domain authority, pretty close, you can see that they're getting just 944,000. So less than 2% of the traffic of Zillow, pretty much the same, the same domain authority, less than 2% of the traffic. That's because Sotheby's website totally sucks. <laughs> like whoever built their website is just stealing their money. Like you, they, they could have maybe not 53 million, but they could have 20 million, 30 million. You know, if they structured, structured their website, like that would be 20 or 30 times the amount of traffic. What would that be worth to Sotheby's? It's like, oh. and it, you know, like what, what, what return on the investment you're going to get is it's, it's crazy. So uh, do you mind if I, I walk you through how, how we normally work to build a strategy for, for a client? It'll give you a, a really good idea of not doing it piecemeal. Because if you, if you do it piecemeal, like if you just write content or just get backlinks, it, it doesn't work. You know, you can see Sotheby's has awesome backlinks, but their website structure sucks. And you can see other web websites that have great content, but you know, they don't get any rankings. So you really need to put it all together. And so how we put it all together is what we call a market visibility blueprint. And so it's essentially two stages. Stage one is understanding your market, then understanding your positioning in the market, and then competition analysis. Once we understand all that, that's when we can start building the strategy. So stage one is keyword research, which is the most important thing that you, know, you should do before you do anything. And it's what web designers don't understand and why they all suck. Uh, then you need to look at rank opportunities. You know, what can you actually rank for? You know, it's, it's bogus going after something really competitive if you've got a baby website. Then, you know, cause you wanna get making money as quickly as possible and then you know, reinvest and, and keep growing that website. Then we need to do a website audit to see what's actually wrong with your website and then get into competition research. You know, who are your com competitors? Who, who are your ranked competitors? Not really, uh, you know, if, if, who's the shop next door or whatever. It's like the keywords that we want to rank for, who's coming up for those keywords and how do we beat them? So once we have the data, then we get into the interesting part. This is the, the sexy side of things. So site structure, how to do keyword mapping, content planning, how to get backlinks and build your authority, how to use podcasting effectively, how to use Google My Business and Wikipedia. Like podcasts, like so many podcast hosts even just don't understand how to, they're producing all of this content, but it's like, man, if you just ranked it, like you can see with the keyword research like this, right? There's so many keywords that have, you know, a hundred searches a month. If you do a podcast and you rank each one of them for just a hundred searches a month, in a year, you've got 5,000 visitors a month coming to your website. Like what's that worth? A lot. Uh, and then we get, so this part's all about generating traffic. And then the second part is about converting those into customers. So you've always got two levers to play with, one increase traffic and one increase the conversion rate. Generally, the, the easiest thing to do is increase traffic because uh, it's the amount of customers pop out the end, other end that matters. But generally increasing traffic is the first thing to do. 
and then increase the conversion rate optimization. So, you know, using lead magnets, sales funnels and pop-ups, and then an email nurturing campaign to turn those leads into customers. So yeah, we, we work with all kinds of people because it doesn't particularly matter what a client does. You know, the first thing is having a discovery call to understand their perfect customer avatar and then setting goals. You know, how many people do you want? And then we can work backwards from that. You know, it's like, if you want, you know, 10 customers a month, well, it's all right. How many, how many people do you need to speak to? Maybe it's, it's 30. So it's then to get those, get those 30 people, how many people do you need to download your lead magnet? Maybe it's, you know, one in 10. So you need three, 300 leads downloading your lead magnet. You know, what's your conversion rate on your website? Maybe, maybe one in 10 to download your lead magnet. So you need 3000 visitors a month to your website and boom, then you get your 10 customers. It, it's as simple as that and works every time. So yeah, this is our, this is our team here in, in, in Saigon, which are pretty passionate about what we do, but I won't bore you with who they are. I'll uh, get straight into like showing you the keyword research. So this is, this is what you should be doing before you build a website. So this is a, a luxury real estate agent that's based in Atlanta. So you can see here's the keywords, here's the search volume, here's the keyword difficulty. So this is a number between zero and 100, a zero being really easy to rank for, 100 being really competitive. The cost per click, that is Google AdWords. So we don't particularly recommend AdWords for one, because it's expensive and it's only ever going to get more expensive. But the reason SEO is, is better is that it's compounding. Like if AdWords, as soon as you stop spending, you stop getting. Where with SEO, the work you did last month, you get again this month and you get next month. Like if you stop doing SEO completely, your website just keeps humming along. You know, you can see bigger pockets. You know, they haven't done anything in a year. You know, they're up and down a little bit, but they're not really doing anything to their website and they're still getting a whole bunch of traffic. Imagine if they were actually working on this thing. Uh, so even though the, so these keywords are nationwide. So like homes for sale, homes for sale near me, like Google's smart enough that when homes for sale near me, they, they'll, they'll change those results to, to wherever that person is. So, but that's still how we want to structure the website. And I'll show you here. So this is how we're actually going to structure the website. So the main category pages, and you'll see in the strategy how, how we use that information. But being a realtor, she has a whole bunch of localized keywords. And so you can see here's her local one. So around, uh, around Georgia and Atlanta and all the, the fancy pants areas of Atlanta. And then this next sort of keywords is, is really interesting because like she does luxury real estate, but you can only have one page that targets that keyword but you need to bring up your relevancy. And so we have informational type keywords. And so these are keywords about, you know, cost of living in Atlanta, you know, crime rate in Atlanta, best schools in Atlanta. And you can see the keyword difficulty of these and nothing, but that's exactly what someone that's looking to move to Atlanta is searching for. And when you move to Atlanta, you need to buy a house, right? So it brings traffic in that way. But the main purpose of this content is to build up your relevancy so that Google sees you as a connection with Atlanta. And so your luxury real estate pages start ranking. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So once we have the keywords that we wanna rank for, then we, then we do rank opportunities, basically looking, looking at the keyword difficulty to see what you can actually rank for. Because again, there's no point going after big ones if you've got a little baby site. Then we need to do a website audit. So I won't bore you with the technicalities, but I'll just skim you, skim you through these. So like, you know, this site had next to no traffic to start with as well. Uh, so these are the technical issues. You can see here like title tags and descriptions, super common. She's got duplicate title issues and you see 42,000 of them because she's pulling in all this data from the Sotheby's website. Uh, page speed issues, you know, missing H1s. That's the, the, where the title tag goes. Duplicate H1s, duplicate H2s. So one thing to consider with this is the internet is really, really big. And Google with all its computing might, it can't look at the whole internet all the time. So it has to determine how much time it's gonna spend on your website. And it does that based on your domain authority. And 
like it likes you better if you make life easy for the, for the Googlebot. So when the Googlebot comes to your website, if it doesn't have to spend time working out what all this crap is, because you've already got everything set really nicely, Google's like, yeah, cool, I like you. And it can spend more time working out what you should rank for. And it'll reward you for that. The more you help Google out, the more it'll help you out. So thin content pages. So just everything that's a, the issue with your website. And then the last part, which is competition research, which is you know, who your rank competitors are. So then we get into the, the good side of things, the strategy. And this is, this is what gets really exciting. So Jerry's strategy here is, is pretty big because her goals are pretty big. But you can see she wants to go from you know, 50 deals a year to 100 deals a year and uh, grow her podcast from 2,000 listeners to 20,000 listeners. So looking at the keyword research, just those keywords in Brookhaven and Buckhead, which I believe are the fanciest parts of Atlanta, you know, you're looking at nearly 11,000 searches a month. Just 10% of those people coming to the website is 1,000, 5% of those converting to leads. That's what her conversion rate to leads are. That's what her average deal is. And that's why she's kicking goals. And so when, when, uh, when Jerry was, uh, well, first talking to me, me she, she asked, you know, how, how good are we at what we do? And uh, I put her in touch with one of our clients who is Avery Carl. And this is the actual thing that, that Avery sent her. Uh, we, I'll let Mike in. She said, I, I told her I sold 56 million in real estate in 2019. And, and 158 million in 2020. Hiring you guys and hiring more agents to help with the volume are the only things I did different. It's like, what a testimonial. I love Avery. She's my favorite client. <laughs> and she's going to be talking in she, the summit, she, right? She is. And she'll be talking exactly how she, like she 3 x her business, 300% growth. And she had a baby at the same time. It's like, man, like what a rock star. <laughs> You're like, Usually a, a baby can dent your career a little bit. And she like, no way. Like, yeah, she's super cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, we always have some quick wins. You know, what's the easiest things we can get you moving forward and making money now? Then some bigger wins for later and some much bigger wins for, for later down as your website builds its authority and its trust and can rank for better keywords. Uh, so, yeah, like how we work implementing a strategy together is we we try and keep you know keep things simple with two monthly calls because like especially as your business is growing you, you're gonna have less and less time with us like in in fact avery texted me a couple of weeks weekends ago and she's like i don't know what you guys are doing but holy crap we're busy and now we need more realtors because she's really not very involved in in her project at all because you know she's busy growing a business and i said all right avery how many how many more realtors do you need and we can just work backwards, exact same process. You, you need to hire one realtor a month. Okay, how many interviews do you need? Say three. Okay, so how many qualified CVs do you need coming in to get those three interviews? Maybe one in 10, so you need 30. Okay, how many people do you need coming to your website? Maybe, you know, 10 times that. So 300. Great, do some keyword research. You know, she's based in, in Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains. So you, you just, you know, real estate jobs in the Smoky Mountains. Boom, there you go. You know, that's the beauty of digital marketing is it's all so measurable and predictable. So yeah, we implement these strategies over a 12 month period and we're so damn confident in our work that we guarantee it. And the strategy is designed around whatever the, that person's goals are. Cause like, if you want 10 customers in a month or a hundred or a thousand, the internet is so big, you can have any amount you want, but it's going to be a different investment, but that's what we guarantee. So this one is, is very big because she needs a whole new website. So we go through, you know, creating a new website, building up her authority, creating her uh, Google My Business, which is super important for realtors. Uh, then we get like her main money pages, those localized pages, goal tracking, informational content, backlinks, conversion rate optimization and click-through rate optimization. So I'll go through all this really fast because I don't want to bore people to death. But like, this is how we create a, a website that actually converts, like having strong lead magnets. You know, even Zillow has crappy lead magnets. Zillow could get so much more out of their website. Uh, you know, here's some example of good ones. But it's really important to understand, you know, who your customer avatars are. So this, so she's got four, right? So people that want to invest, people who want to sell their house, 
uh, real estate. She, she provides training to real estate agents and, you know, she's got a podcast. So people who want to listen to her podcast. And so this is how we structure the website. So you can see like people that want to invest in Georgia, Georgia, Atlanta, and then, you know, you have the Buckhaven and Brookhead, Brookhead or whatever it is. Uh, and, you know, you can add all the different parts of Atlanta and that makes it really extensible. So if she wants to add other cities in Georgia, you can add those other states and the same here. And it makes sure that this page is not competing with this page and this page is much more important. So this is all about how to, you know, make a website that's not about you. That Like Star Wars is such a good analogy, right? Like your customer is Luke Skywalker. You need to position yourself as Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're the guy that's been there and done that. You make them the hero. You don't say about how great you are. You remember when Obi Luke meets Obi-Wan? He's not like, yeah, dude, I like used to you know, smash Darth Vader. It's like, get out of here. He's like this really reserved dude that's like, yeah, I've been there and done that. And then it helps him become you know, the master. And that's exactly what you want to do as well. Keep it about, you know, about the customer and making them great. Uh, but yeah, this is the different bits that we do to create a website. You know, lead magnets, pop-ups, like having exit intent pop-ups, man, it, it really increases your conversion rate. But you need to have something of value, like these things that pop up and go, hey, subscribe to our newsletter. No one wants more email, dude. But like if you get someone to download a valuable report, then like, wow, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I, I want to do business with him. Uh, so th this stuff's about podcasting. Podcasting is super valuable for two reasons. One, you're getting your message in front of your ideal customer. But the thing that we want to do is get backlinks. Like you need backlinks. You can't rank a website without it. So not only can you, you get in front of your ideal customer, you get a really good backlink as well. So this is how we do that effectively. Uh, you know, Google My Business, you know, how to use Google My Business effectively, really important for 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 realtors because <laughs> anything with a geotagged keyword like this, Atlanta, you know, they're going to be, uh, Google My Business is going to come up. So you really want to rank for that. This is how you rank a GMB. Uh, then we get into like creating those money pages. This is how we, you know, do keyword mapping. Then this is what you need to do to, with a single page optimization. So, you know, I was telling you about like uh, looking at the content quality of your competitors. We basically use software to do that. TFIDF is an algorithm that Google uses. So we basically look at the whole top 10 at once and, and use software to compare their content versus your content and really just make sure that your content is better. I mean, you need to, you need to write your content for your user, right? Because it needs to convert, but you also need to appease Big G. So yeah, and then we get into like creating local pages. You can again see keyword targeting, primary keywords, secondary keywords, super important stuff. Uh, you know, how to use that informational content uh, correctly. Again, keyword targeting with those and how we use, you know, link building with that. In turn, like just like backlinks from other websites are important. Internal links are really important too because nothing works in isolation. So Google reads what your page is about but it also looks at everything else on your website to see that it's in context and how many links internally it has. But then it also looks at other websites and how they're linking to you and what their content is about. Google's trying to understand the internet as a whole, not one page or one website at a, at a time. Uh, so yeah, this is about how to get more clicks, uh, content creation, and then this last bit, oh, goal tracking. Goal tracking is super important because, you know, at the end of the day, who gives a crap how many visitors you have or how many leads you generate? It's how many customers that pop out the other end. Because, you know, if you're not making more money, what's, what's the point? And that's the beauty with digital marketing is you can track it all so nicely. So, Chris, so yeah, you, help, you help people building a website, even if they don't have a website, or you can also take their website and optimize it and then convert it? Yeah, so generally, I mean, if they have a website, then we want to start with that. Like, we always want to find the easiest way to, to get you making money now. Like, if your website's crap, you don't, you don't want to build this, like, you know, web design companies will generally go, hey, give us 20 grand and we'll build you this glamorous website. And it's like, it's just the wrong way to go about it. Get the most, if you don't have a website, get the most simple, basic thing and get it live. 
get start building trust and authority with Google and then you can make it better later. Like sure, like a really advanced sales funnel is going to convert better, but any sales funnel is going to work better than no sales funnel. Get the most basic lead magnet and get it live. Work on making it better later. So that that's really our mindset. Okay, awesome. And then, uh, you know, one question and then, you know, a few people had other comments as well. Um, you know, I think there's always the concern about CEO, the things that you hear that it takes a long time to, to work, that you have to do it for a long time before it works. Uh, and then, you know, on your plan, you take 12 months, but how, how fast do you see results once you start working with people? Yeah, so it really, really depends on where you're starting from. If you've got a brand new domain, like, yeah, Google's not going to trust you because like anyone can make a new domain. I can make a beautiful website and say, hey, I'm the best multifamily syndicator in Florida. I can make a beautiful website today. And yeah, I barely even know where Miami is. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, anyone can BS. So it takes time to build up that reputation and trust. Uh, just as a general rule of thumb, what we say is don't expect anything for two months. Month three, you should have some uh, leads coming in. Month four, you got a profitable campaign. But that also depends on your sales cycle. So like even, you know, we recommend a lot to our clients uh, getting on podcasts for the reasons I mentioned before. But like the bigger the podcast, the longer it takes. Like I'm on Joe Fairless's podcast, I think next month or the month after, booked it last year. You know, it's a six month time frame. I don't even know when it'll go live, maybe a couple months after that. You know, it's going to be a great podcast and great backlink, but it's like you're looking at nine months of waiting there. So you, you, you can't expect it overnight. And that's the same with SEO. If you, if you want leads now, you can uh, use Google AdWords, but yeah, it's expensive and it's not as good a return. Like the same with Facebook ads, it's very instant. You know, that ads work or Facebook or, and, you know, and Google wouldn't be worth anything. All of Google's revenue comes from ads. Like Alphabet, the parent company of Google, something like 95% of the revenue comes from Google ads. So like they clearly work, but SEO is compounding and that's the benefit of it. So like, even with a campaign, you might see like, yeah, we do what we can to get it profitable as quickly as possible, but it like plateaus for a really long time. And then you get hockey stick growth. You know, once Google starts loving you, it just goes up and up faster and faster. Awesome. All right. Um, we had a couple of questions. I think, uh, Christine, again, you had a question. Where's the chat? Hey, again. Yeah, when you mentioned the local pages, is that the same thing as location pages? Yeah, so they're, they're your localized pages. And the more localized you can get them, the better. Yeah. So like one of our clients that buys distressed houses, they're focused in LA. And we just did keyword research around self my house fast and every suburb in LA, like, you know, Beverly Hills, Samosa beach, like everything, you know, even Beverly Hills has sell my house fast, like 10 searches a month. And it's super easy to rank for. That's not a lot of search volume, but it's like, you know, you pull one deal a year from it and it's worth it. You know, it's like super easy to rank for. So location pages, the more you can niche down, like to rank for something like real estate Atlanta is a lot harder than real estate Buckhaven. Right. Or even Peachtree, which of course there's, you know, how many peach trees in there. Yeah. Yeah. The more you can niche down this, the easier it is. And generally they're not, I mean, it's not that expensive to build a page and rank it right for a little keyword like that. And it gets you one deal a year, boom, it's worth it. Right. For sure. For sure. Um, you mentioned also the backlinks. Does it need to be associated to the avatar? Does it need to be associated obviously to I mean, look, everyone here is probably is multifamily, probably an investor, probably capital. So does it need to be associated around those things? The more niche specific it is, the better. Like, you so know, the it needs to be associated with real estate or does it need to be associated with real estate with multifamily or real estate single family? The, the, more, the more niche specific it is, the better. Because like, who knows more about multifamily than another multifamily? So sure. if they're linking, to it, that's awesome. But, you know, some... some It's not going to happen. My backlinks is to a real estate agent and he's in Maryland, but he's single family, but he's got pretty good ranking. Um, but he's one of my backlinks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's an outbound link. If it's from you to him, that's called an outbound link. Um, we, we, we've done it to each other. That's called a reciprocal link. 
Uh, and then, then they're, they're okay. They're just not as good. But it's very natural uh, because you know, Google understands that people work together. Like one of our clients right. is a, a big car wash in Denver. And on his street is a whole bunch of like car detail, uh, you know, mechanics and that sort of stuff. And so we worked with them to like make sure we we're all linking to each other. It's like, that's pretty natural, right? Like Google's, Google understands that businesses don't work in isolation. So if you can get links from everyone you work with, that's awesome. So what kind of backlink are you referring to when you say backlink? What does it need to be? Because the ones that I referenced, you didn't seem like it was a match. So a backlink is any website that is linking back to you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what a backlink is. Yeah. The more relevant they are, the better. And to, to what pages? So if you were trying to rank for like uh, log cabins in the Smoky Mountains, if there's another page on another website that's all about log cabins in the Smoky Mountains and it's linking to you, that's even better. Like if that website was in the top, if you Googled log cabins in the Smoky Mountains and the number 10 website was linking to your, you as number three, that's probably enough to kick you to number, number one because it's really relevant. So that if they're a local business, like if you're looking for a localized keyword, if they're local as well, so if it was a plumber that's next to your shop, then that's really good because it is local. You know, Google trusts that. It's not right. as relevant, so it's not as good, but it's also based on the authority, right? Like bigger pockets, which isn't exactly multifamily, but there's massive domain authority. If they're linking to you, Google goes, wow, cool, that's awesome. Or if Zillow was linking to you, like massive domain authority. So it's, it's a match between it all. The more domain authority and the more need relevant the better but for gotcha. example on That's you know great. bigger Thanks. packets you can create a profile and then you can put your website there would that be counted as a backlink if they if they follow so google made a a, a tag called no follow uh which means i don't want to associate any of my domain authority because what you do with a backlink is you're passing some of your domain authority to that website and you can put a no follow tag which means don't do that like wikipedia those backlinks are all non, no follow, so they don't count for anything, but that's a bit of BS. Google like to spread a bit of lies because the more that we understand how Google works, the more we can manipulate their search engine, right? So they try to spread a little bit of disinformation so that we can't work it out. But uh, no follow links st still have credibility and, and you have a link from Wikipedia, it's still worth having. So a link from your bigger pockets profile is still worth having. What about yeah, social media muted, like yeah. um, Facebook, you know, all of those, if you have like a profile everywhere, is that counting they're or not, not? They're not worth anything because anyone can do it, right? So like even a bigger pro profit pockets profile is not the same as like if you were on bigger pockets podcast mm -hmm. and they have a nice page about you and linking to you, like Google sees that as different. It's the same as like a, social media like, like if someone's tweeting about you it does it doesn't mean anything because anyone can have twitter sure if someone with a massive twitter following tweets about you it can bring you lots of traffic but google doesn't care about it mm -hmm. all right cool that's very interesting um i think um luis uh you had a question it was a little bit no, early I on no, I was just uh, adding on to what Kristen shared. Okay. Uh, the over suggest uh, keyword extension. Uh, just for quick information. All right. Great job, Chris. Thanks, man. I, uh, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. My, my head is exploding. So guys, if you are uh, have a question right now, uh, you know, there's so much information, so much amazing information. Take advantage of Chris and ask questions right now about your website. I can, can see that Christine says that she's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, so, I mean, listen, I guess if you wanna, you know, look, everybody on here is probably not a super professional like you are. I mean, that's your skill and thank you so much for everything. I, Eric, I, I, I tell you, I, I talk the talk, but I go into the office and the guys run circles around me. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs> I mean, that's why you pay them and that's why they're there to make you look good and help you look better and for your clients. I mean, I guess if you had three tips or something that you could miss, uh, Annette, three tips. Um, 
what what would you say someone to do for you know these simple websites? Um, I mean, back so, least so in, one in of all them. honesty, two two books that really changed my business, uh, both by the same author, Mike McCallowitz. One is Profit First about how to always have profit. Ah, business. for sure. That first of mine, which is awesome, and yeah. his other book, which is called Clockwork, yeah. which is how to build a business that doesn't revolve around you, and like. The main premise of the book is stick to what you're, you're good at, stick to your focus. Like we're, we're running the Real Estate Masters Summit that I mentioned. The website's looking awesome and coming together at lightning speed. I wish we had, an, had another month on it, but you know, we can't use SEO to, to rank it because it's just not enough time. The summit's in May. We're setting everything up so that by next summit, it'll be ranking really well and generate lots of organic traffic. We're running the Google ads, but we're using an agency to run our Facebook ads because Facebook ads are a whole nother ball game. Like we just don't know it well enough and we'll just burn money. You know, like it's way better. We're using a call center to, to uh, promote the event as well. It's like, don't do stuff that's not in your wheelhouse because it's hard. And the return on your investment, like, you know, Avery, right? She sold 158 million. What, 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 what's her return on that? Like, you know, five, five million, 10 million. I don't know. Something like that. Absolutely. Like you spend, spend 50 grand and get 5 million. Like it's a pretty good return if you ask me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think like, you know, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, start with whatever you can and then improve it as you go. Right. Like, you know, you started with whatever website you could, and now, you know, you, you, you are a little bit, you know, your business, you know what you want to do. Now it's time to, to take it to the next level. Right. And, you know, you can plan to start small as well and then keep growing. It's all about our goals. All right. Uh, Ricardo wants to know the books again. Maybe you can type them on the chat. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll the put them in there. Fabulous books. I'll, I'll, I'll search them and put them in there. But uh, fabulous books. And, you know, one, one thing on that too, a really famous book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's like the number one habit is begin with the end in mind. And that, that's a thing that when I, we're often first speaking to customers, it's like, well, what's success look like for you? And they're like, oh, I want more customers. It's like, well, how many do you want, dude? Like we can build a strategy to get you any amount you want, but you need to define what it is. Like, you know, you know, Apple even needs to try and work out how many iPhones are they going to sell for the next one. And like, that's the same thing you need to do is how many investors do you want? Absolutely. All right. Well, yeah. um, I'm going to, you know, wait five seconds more. If anybody doesn't have any other questions, then we're going to close for today. But, you know, uh, Chris, please tell us a little bit about your company and where can people find you? Yeah, for sure. So I'm just uh, putting those books into the chat, Clockwork and Profit First. Highly recommend all of them. I recommend them uh, uh, all the time. And I was actually lucky enough to be on Mike McCallop's podcast and uh, work with him. So there's a plug for him. And there's, 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 there's the podcast episode I did with him years ago. And that actually is a good example of a single page optimization. So we wrote the content on Mike's website and posted on there for him. Now it costs us money but it ranks in Google and still generates us customers. So it's good for him because he gets free traffic to his website. It makes the backlink for us more valuable and it still generates us customers. So that's super I, awesome. I wanted to I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, I have a podcast and, you know, I always provide my guests with a link to the video. Uh, but if they don't have a website and they are not using um, SEO, then it's not really any good to Somewhere. me, right? Really, yeah, like... Not every backlink's the same, right? Like I, I, I go on podcasts and some of them are totally useless. You know, you, Mike McCallitz is a you know, multi, multi-time best-selling author and a big brand. You know, his domain authority is massive. So that backlink comes to our website is really, really very valuable. But yeah, like, a, you know, we, we specialize in real estate. That's why we're putting on the Real Estate Masters Summit. We already have a lot of, lot of great connections. Uh, we work with all kinds of people from multifamily to, you know, people buying distressed houses, luxury real estate agents, uh, triple net leasing, like uh, self-storage, you know, like you name it, we do it. Cause it's, it's really always the same process, you know, work out what your customer's searching for, you know, get your, get your website in front of them and then ask them nicely to, to buy things. So, I, my, my calendar is super full at the moment because like I'm smashing through this summit and it's a lot of extra work, but 
I'll put my calendar link on the on the chat there. If you want to book in a time to have a chat, you, you can probably find find some time on there maybe. If you can't, feel free to email me. I'll put that here as well. And we can we can work something out and I'll show you how we can grow your business. And the and another another book that I highly recommend is 80-20 sales and marketing. There's a chapter in that where he talks about the power of guarantees. And after reading it, I went, well, we can guarantee our work, right? Because we have a, a process and it's like you follow the process and we do guarantee exactly what we do. And having a guarantee is really good too because it gives us more control. It's like, you have to do what we say, dude. Because it's like, we know what we do. You follow, you follow this process and it works every single time. And you want to be like Avery? Give me a call. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, this was super, super informative. Uh, you know, everybody on the chat is saying the same. Thank you for the wonderful information. And I will see you at the summit. I'm excited to be talking Pleasure, about man. the summit. And yeah, all of you, go, go get your free ticket to the summit. <laughs> Absolutely. It's free. So take advantage of it, guys. All right. Yeah, Thank I'll, you I'll so much. Sure on the chat too. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. This was Real Estate Deal Closers with Annette Talee, brought to you by Talee Investments. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Our goal is to provide amazing value on your real estate journey. Connect online at www.taleeinvestments.com where you can find this episode and more. Did you like this episode? Subscribe, like, and share.